This and every B3 podcast brought to you by Travis, Brett, and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. One insurance agent for all of your needs. Stop knocking on wood and go see Travis, Brett, and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. We've had our, see, I don't know if you heard the first show. John Patrick Mullen is in with us tonight. And the FOP. They didn't, like, the they didn't like my new opening, and it was kind of, a, I don't know, I guess heavy, um, not well, I'm gonna, heavy I'm gonna, metal, I'm gonna, I don't death like to rock. Out, I don't like to out my friend, <laughs> but here goes. I had a friend who doubles as your son, <laughs> sent me a message and just said, tell dad his new open's a little aggressive. Go! It's a little entourage at the end. I'm good with it. A little little too wrestling. No, it is. I played it. I played it for my six-year-old. She said that that's aggressive. Let me just ask a question here, because you know I'm not the wrestler guy. No. Are you guys going to see that new movie, Iron Claw? Six o'clock tomorrow night. Deco, you in? Yes, I am going to go. I haven't. I don't have hard plans like that, Iron Claw plans like that. So were they but, somebody I should know, these Von Erich? Yeah, absolutely. You know, even not knowing wrestling, you should know the Von Erich family. I, I, can't, and I can't go at six o'clock tomorrow night, John Patrick. And but, what a story. But I will go again. And because we can tell this, like people know the story. I don't, but go ahead. I mean, that's fine. All right. The story of the Von Erich family was supposed to be ESPN's very first 30 for 30. Number one. Okay. Fritz Von Erich, Jack Atkinson started. He owned the territory in Dallas, Texas. (coughs) He ran in a, in a, in a a great old arena called the sportatorium. And he had a stable of wrestling sons. And who met various types of tragedies. Right. Let's back up. Fritz von Erich came back from World War II as a Texas Western football player. Okay. And immediately, I forget his real name, but he... Jack Atkinson. Jack Atkinson. He, he rebranded himself Fritz von Erich, the evil German. And basically, the evil German would put the iron claw on the unwitting Americans and just and break your face. Okay. All right. Whew. So then he had a stable of sons, he and his wife. And long story short, of these six sons, only one basically made it to age 30, yeah. I would guess. On the, on the 30 for 30, the one that made it, Kevin, said, at one point I was one of six brothers or whatever. Or I had five brothers and... Now I'm an only child because okay. drug addiction, drug addiction, suicide, suicide yeah, you, you alcoholism, motor, cancer, just motorcycle accidents, motorcycle accidents, and 
and Carrie was wrestling, you find out, was wrestling in the WWF at the time, WWE. Yep. He had a, like half his foot was gone, yep. right? Yeah. He's missing a foot. I No, I think it was something more self-inflicted okay. than that. Yeah. But, um, no, it's, a, it's listen, I know why they made a movie about it. It's a, it's a, fun, just an interesting I, and, and, story. And it's a crazy think of story. Me, think of me as everyone else. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not part of this, this. I'm only you're not part of this cult. I'm not part of this, I, and I don't play pickleball either. Believe it or not. <laughs> Speaking of cults, um, <laughs> woo! Yeah, take that, Doyle. But no, what I was just going to say is, um, if are the, so these guys were as big as not Hulk Hogan. No, not, no, 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 not that big. Well, but. It was a different era of wrestling. Yeah, it I mean, hasn't got. It had they like national. Dick the Bruiser. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's a good example. And Territorially, right, he they was were big. And the then, time. like Deco said about ESPN, ESPN put their their wrestling on, so they became a little more national figures. But it was very regionalized then. And now, when and and you know the fabulous Freebirds. Nope. Okay. Buddy Roberts, Terry Gordy, Michael Hayes, Michael Jimmy Janushi, they were they were the and he said that about the German. They ended up being baby faces. They were the good guys in the territory, and all these outsiders would come in, and the Bon Erichs would fight them off. Well, the you know they the really fabulous. Fight, right? Well, See, why, I, uh, why you got to be like that? I just huh? I just brought it up. It's hey, still about, real what, what, to me. What's the last thing you watch for? I'm currently watching The Americans. On oh, that. you know that's not real, right? It is kind of real. No, it's not. It's a made-up <laughs> fictional story <laughs> by a Hollywood producer. Why do you even waste your time? You loser. Oh, there's no Russian Screw spies off, Todd. But the fabulous Freebirds come to Texas, and they're going to end the Von Erich dynasty, and they nearly filled Texas Stadium with, a, I guess it was a pay-per-view, or their big show, and the Von Erichs fought off the Freebirds. I in, think 6 o'clock tomorrow night I'll be in the Hatchet House watching the Lady Hatches, but... I want you three <laughs> to enjoy yourself. Did you see Zach Efron for this movie? He's got a good look. My goodness, he's jacked. And, uh, uh, the, and the, I'm not even sure and which one he plays. the bear is in it. I think Zach Efron is Carrie, but uh, I'm not positive. Jeremy something or other. Based Jeremy. on his site. You know, I've watched the bear, and I need to, because I saw the story on CBS Sunday Morning about the real The only the thing, the only, and, and John has not jumped in on any of this. Yet. I, I, he's saving, he's pacing himself. <laughs> um... Oh, but, so wrestling's not real, Todd. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> you just crushed. Thanks, thanks, Grandpa. Just crushed my. No, uh, you know his character on 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 the Bear is a little too much like his character in Shameless. Just a little too much, and, and I sort of had a little trouble buying it. Because I haven't seen either either one of those shows, so okay, it could be said that that go. you watch television too much. Could be said that <laughs> my mother said that. <laughs> <laughs> Go outside. <laughs> See the sun. We don't care, Todd. We don't care, Todd. <laughs> My wife will use that too, by the way. Once in a while. Does she have one of these buttons too? No, no. But she'll uh, she'll often say when I go to some deep dive into F Troop, you know what I mean, or Bewitched, she'll just say, oh, no, I was outside then. I was, I was playing kickball. The yeah. reason I'm interested in this movie is because for me, growing up in the 80s, yeah. wrestling was it. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact. I know it was big. I know it was big. It just, my 12th birthday, I spent yes. at Market Square Arena watching Hulk Hogan fight the King Harley race. It was the, really? first, the first and only WWF show I saw live in person. Yeah. It was a 12th birthday present. 
and I'll never forget it. Oh, that's awesome. And as a 12-year-old, it besides Little League, wrestling was it. Let's see. I don't – would it have still been Market Square, but I, as a 25-year-old, went to a WWE show. Well, believe it or I not. I went to a lot of WWF shows <laughs> a lot at, at a lot and, of different ages. And watched DX throw Terry Funk, and who will be mentioned later in the program, and Nick right Foley now. in the dumpster. You're older than 25. Um, yeah, now I went was to. I? You were, you're closing in on thirty. Well, yeah. What do you think was the? What, what was it? The W. <laughs> Thanks, you asked. What, what was the? Whatever it would have been in Norfolk in the that would 80s. that would have probably been Lord Alfred Hayes been, would tell yeah, us all about that it. would have been at that time. Well, depending on how late at, when I first when we first got um, WWOR out of New York, which was our second cable channel. It was at that time still the WWWF, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, with Vince McMahon and. And and that's when they showed they showed the live matches from or not live but the matches from Market Square. Then they would do empty arena an, announcing to to move it on. But I, I've said this before. But we we used to get up. It, it was American Bandstand followed by what we called Evansville Wrestling, which was Memphis Wrestling on Channel Seven out of Evansville. Five oh five to seven oh five was Georgia Championship Wrestling on WTBS, and then. At 10 o'clock, no, no, 10 o'clock was um, harness racing on WWOR, followed by the WWF. And if you could just somehow stay awake, then it was on Channel 10, uh, CBS, it was um, Randy Savage's, so uh, the Poffo. That was your territory. Poffo in St. Louis ran their, their deal over there, so... Yeah, it was just well. It the, was the, a all day of wrestling for me and my brother. Okay. The one thing I've learned about all of this wrestling is the, these dudes, and I know we like to. Oh, Keith Richards, he's lucky to be. No, these guys were the original rock stars. They went longer, harder, more days out of the year, uh, and deeper than these dudes ever thought about. If, if you and, don't and, mind. The, and the one thing that I have learned is it's not alcohol that tackled these guys at the finish line. It was cocaine to come up, somas to come down. Somas, yep. And somas are the thing that killed so So many many of these people before they got even to the age of 40. You know, you made a Keith Richard reference. I'm going to – and like I said, this is not my ballywick for the second time in two weeks on the podcast. (laughs) But they're probably a lot more like REO Speedwagon – Head East, um, you know, those bands that would tour the Midwest 200 days a year. Well, I mean, you look at just those Memphis guys. They would do Memphis on a Saturday night. Memphis Saturday. They'd be in, like, Louisville on Monday. (laughs) Did they have a day off? I think they may have had one day off. Yeah, Evansville Wednesday. And I know I saw a a schedule just the other day. They would do Louisville, and then they would have a stop, like, either in Tell City or... Or somewhere else, kind of a smaller show they than do a Evansville. Spot match. Yeah, Evansville on Wednesday, and a lot of those guys were doing this. Then they'd have two on Sunday or yeah. something. Crazy. I mean, the schedules that they kept up were just I, in. Incredible. I don't know if you guys know Chris Moody or not. He was Austin is Austin Moody's dad. He was a good, good hatchet athlete. Played baseball at USI. I know he's. I think he was doing some of that minor league wrestling, or so I've been told. And and I like Chris, but you know, you start talking about wrestling, and I'm. Well, and you say it's not real. Yeah, it was. And it, it was when you were 12. Yeah. But that's why it's so ingrained in me and why I just, you know, because I was so used to it as a kid. 
And then, you know, and then I was right at that age, which Deco, I thought I was in my mid-20s, but Deco. <laughs> they do Josh, exist. Coach Josh Thompson just walked in with camouflage Crocs. Crocs on. Are we in Montgomery, Indiana? Now, the bikes <laughs> have now moved to sectional favorite with yeah, those right. Crocs. With those with, are, if those are with us, who can be against us? But then in, in my late 20s, uh, that resurgence happened when, with the, you know, the NWO and, and WCW going against WDE, and then it got incredible. And, and I just I, – Ten million viewers every Monday night. Can you imagine? Ten. I mean, and that's, and that, that's not the era of, of three channels. I mean, we, yeah, were up is, to, we were up to a bunch of channels. Yeah, choices. Yeah. And there was 10 million people watching wrestling on any given Monday okay. night. And, there we go. And I brought it up. Yeah, you did. I get some props for bringing up I the wrestling. I'm, I'm done. I won't come at you tonight, Todd. Um, Thank you. Well, we should welcome our guest. Friend of the podcast. John Patrick Mullen. Almost. Time almost. So the fifth beat. Well, I guess before. He the was an beat. FOP. One of our first FOPs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, Todd, in case you haven't heard. You can always count on me. Todd had a new category. That's what friends are Todd wanted to start a segment every week called the Friend Zone. Okay. We're going to put it back here in the family dining room at Red Bones. It's going to be like the cowboy, the ring of honor in Dallas. We're going to put our friends. Officially induct our friends to the Friend Zone. And And since I really don't have any John, have you ever been Friend Zone? (laughs) 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 Otherwise known as DeCourcy's teenage years. (laughs) So, Brino, what's next? What are we talking? Thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, we're going to do a year in review. I, we just jotted some things down, some that I plagiarized, as Todd quickly pointed out today, Deco, that I took it off of his list on the on the newspaper, and I've just got some stuff we're going to talk about. And then I've got a list of celebrities, which I will we'll get there. But I highly recommend <laughs> going on and just who died, what celebrities died in 2023, because – and I looked at the Entertainment Weekly list, and it's rather lengthy. I mean, I've got a bunch here, and I left a bunch off. And Keith but it still lo- has four days. Yeah. Yes. But there's so many of those people that you see that you're like, oh, I know him. He died? Yeah. You know, you don't know who the hell he really is, but you've seen him in, you know. Right, he was. A bunch of stuff. And yeah. there's a lot of those people. And I... I, there's a couple. Well, I'm just going to say the one, Lance Reddick. Does anybody know who Lance Reddick is? He was on The Wire, and he was the okay. oh, yes. the, guy, the guy that worked the counter yes. at the Continental in the John Wick movies. I I had completely missed that he had died. Died at 60 years old. So, um, oh, I saw it's an interesting list. I'd go look at it because, like I say, you'll see a lot of people that you that you know that you didn't know you knew, but you didn't. I really didn't know any of them. I mean, I knew them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, when Janine Turner dies. Oh, it'll be a whole episode. I might, they might call me in to be a pallbearer. And before we start doing our year-end review, let's talk about where we're recording at Redbones Bar and Grill, where the good times roll. Just for the record, DeCourcy was a pallbearer at Dana Plato's, right? Dana Plato from uh, Different Strokes' funeral? Why, why you Wasn't she the one that you You were were chasing around that trailer park? uh, (laughs) No, that was Aaron Morin of uh, Joni Loves Chachi. No, I think it was. Was Dana Plato or no? Was hang this on, honey, no, 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 no. What are we talking about? Wrong, wrong, Todd. Wrong. It was Stand what's correct. her name on Three's Company, not Suzanne Summers, but the roommate, Joyce Dewitt. No. Joyce Dewitt. No, you yes, are dead look wrong. it up. No, I am right. I think she's alive. Like, yeah, she's alive. Oh, I but she lives in a trailer in Washington County. I've not been a pallbearer at her funeral. 
But that's who you're I think you've crossed was, your stories, Todd. I think what it was I'm either Dana Plato or uh, Joni Loves Chachi. Joyce DeWitt Joey. is living in a trailer? Look it up. All right. I'm getting off this for a second. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> He's cool. I'm, Todd can't, I, Todd can't wear headphones. In the radio and, business, can't I will effort Joyce DeWitt for the program yeah. next week. Todd can't wear headphones and search legs on his phone. Um, John, welcome. Thank you. To, to the podcast How's again. How's it been it's going been a, on the on the on the pod well it's good we've had some really really good episodes we've the the fall and, and early winter is tough just because of schedules and things especially the fall but you don't cover tennis the same way you cover basketball okay. not near as as much as we should um what happened i'm back on thoughts back why don't we have interns to do this stuff apparently it was Joni from Joni loves chachi and happy days yeah. You know, little little sugar or whatever they called her. Um, uh, Peanut. Shortcake. Shortcake. Who, right. <laughs> <laughs> who, by the way, was just on an episode of the Waltons I watched last week. She died in New Salisbury, Indiana in 2017. And, and Mike, let's, let's own up to this. Okay. You took your driver's ed crew to New Salisbury to we, whatever trailer park we, she was in uh, looking for her. It happened. Where is New Salisbury? Down around like New Albany. Like Washington area. County. Yeah. Like. The West Washington area, if okay. you're a high school's fan, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and immediately upon well, who seeing that. Who said that, that vegetation time out. is it worth time a little out. extra? And immediately upon seeing that, I do realize that it's probably not Joyce DeWitt who lived in the trailer parks. So my apologies <laughs> <laughs> to the DeWitt family. <laughs> because a lot of them do listen. Yeah. We've got at least four subscribers, including one, okay, of, her, so, one of her daughters. So just to clear it up, Joyce DeWitt. That, as, that we know well, of. Hang on. Unlike Todd, I can look this up while we We talk. don't know that Joyce DeWitt lives in a trailer. She was at Ball State. But Erin Moran she really was, was living State. in a trailer? Yeah, she had And some. listen, there's nothing wrong for you. Tra- there's nothing wrong with living in a trailer. Yeah, but when you're all high on the meth. When you, yeah, well, when you think that you're a TV star. Okay, guess, Joyce DeWitt's definitely from Indiana. Hang she on. I'm Ball looking, State. I'm looking in. That's right. That's right. I already donated Wikipedia. <laughs> I've never donated a dime to Wikipedia. <laughs> That's so funny. I just hit that I've already donated the other day to make myself feel good. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, there you go. Still yet to get into the actual Hello, John Patrick Bowen. <laughs> Are we talking about death? Is that I, what yeah, we're talking about? We're, no. on, we're on death pool. Uh, you know, going back to the 80s and leaving wrestling alone, uh, although there were, the Iron Sheik passed away this year. and he was he, Oh, he's he on was, my list. He was somebody I got to – to watch that night too, but Shiggy um, baby. When you think '80s, growing up, you think IU basketball, and you think you know Bob Knight. Yeah, so. you know who? The general. Oh, okay. That guy. That guy. And and again, we some of the funniest outtakes in the whole world is you can find on that go from that golf show. Bob Knight was, golf. Absolutely. Golf my way or golf. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Sam Carmichael. All right, first thing on my B3 podcast year in review. By the way, we won another award, year in award. It Thank was, you again it was, to the readers. Uh, the category of podcast uh, recorded in a southwest Indiana bar and grill. Well, right. and we were podcasted. And year. again, third third year in a row, yep. Davies County Podcast of the Year. Yep. So Thank you. You know, the accolades just keep rolling well, are in. Are there any other Davies County podcasts? Well, the Voodoo Children went away. Yeah. I, I talked to Hagen about that, and I'm like, "You got me hooked." Finally, I made him a nice theme song and everything, and then they, they were went away. they were all over that movie, Cocaine Bear. I mean, they, was, oh, yeah. they went deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
They went deep into that. Yeah, and that was that was about it. So yeah, I I don't know if there's any. I mean, if there is, we don't view you like now the voodoo kids, whatever they're called, children, children. <laughs> they viewed us as adversaries. Adversaries. Yo, when they first did it, yeah, they thought that. Derek the, Jeter does not look at the single the only a, at the single a shortstop like an adversary. Adver- the only adversary we have is Brino and the and the Bloomfield coaching staff. <laughs> That's the only and, one. And community at large. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? The, the whole town hates me, but that's okay. I mean, win something for crying out loud. You ranked th- Hey, listen, I told you th- there's a I faded the heat for you two you, weeks ago. You know, there's that. a town southeast of here that I'll Kiss your butt if you're there. If they're the best team in one A, we're in big trouble. Orleans. <laughs> I don't think they are. I think it's Evansville Christian. Well, they were at the time. <laughs> okay. When they lost to Barreve at Barreve, and they're up five, or no, they're well. Let's just say they're tied going into overtime, and you're the number one team in the state. You don't shoot. John you hold Mullen, the ball. John Mullen, if you right Stop. now Stop. are going to pick a Class A team, and I understand you're in, you know, you have ties all through Class A. How good is Evansville Christian right I now? I mean, you saw him Saturday night. You saw him beat. I haven't seen Indy Lutheran, the defending state champion. Who? But how are they not ranked? Great. What is that coach's name? Oh, Remus. He he Remus. was like everyone's best buddy last year. He was year. good. We loved good him. guy. No, and I think uh, and I, I think he. Seen, I haven't seen Greenwood Christian either. Yeah. Uh, no. But Evansville Christian, I have seen. And, and they're amazing, good. they're all public schools, and they're good. There who's, you go. Who's ranked number top. one right now? Do we know? ECS. Yeah. yeah. No, they are They are number one. Is okay. Barreve two? Yeah, no, they were no, like. Please don't tell anybody that. I don't think they were. They two, are. No, we're two. Are. As of today, then? Okay. As of today. So. You know, the schedule gets. The, the, the schedule, as Jim Ross would say, business is about to pick up. And I think that, I think that Barreve has earned the status now in the well, northern it's what part, I just in said the, on the northern s- part of the state. If Bar Reeve is eight and one or seven and one or yeah. whatever, oh, whatever it is, completely. <coughs> people, Clay City's four. People up north probably say, "Oh, Bar Reeve." Clay City is four because they beat Bar Reeve. They beat Bar Reeve. They did. They're five and two. Orleans four and two. They're number six now. They're settling in about where they should be. Lagodi seven. That's seven and four. And they lost three in a row. So Shaq- they, a couple of those were close games at, at, uh, up at North Davies. I mean, they weren't. And listen, and it was the same thing with Bloomfield five years ago or whenever I made that first statement, and it's the same with Orleans now. Like, I mean, listen, and they didn't rank themselves. I mean, somebody yeah, else I, did it. It doesn't mean anything. I just think when, you're, when you, you walk around like you're the superior team, you ought to just you know flex your muscles when you can. It's just me. Okay. I don't, I don't disagree. All right, go play. Go ahead now. Hi, John. Hey. John Mullen, put your hands together. Uh, okay, let's actually start on this list now. The B3 podcast year interview. I do not have music for that. Um, first thing on the list, I think the Todd Father might have read ran this one. Uh, the North Davies Cougars and Logodi no. Simistate. Let me runs. just say this: I put all everything together except for my number one, and you can pick amongst yourselves of what you think. Yeah, you didn't list. Yeah, you I didn't. didn't list them in order except right. for the very last one, which I considered. The biggest story of the year, the Hatchet Hollow. Hatchet Hollow, which is a was a what a four million dollar four point five million dollar project. They completed Beautiful. basically three years ago time. was the building of the big ship, the biggest story in the area. Yes, I don't think yeah. I think you're lying. You just lied out of your, through your teeth to tell me that. 
No, I I honestly believe that that was a community effort. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a school thing, and people had to get behind it. And they did a great job, and they've, they've built something people can be proud of. And I do know that when you see videos of, like, on – Marty and, and Rick on Channel 10. The, I mean, the, the field just pops. I mean, it looks fantastic. It pops. It's a popping-ass pop field. Is it finished? Like, uh, I talked there. to Joe Morris at Wrestling last week, and he said lockers are in. They, they're worried about they're finishing up graphics and some things like that in the locker rooms. But, yeah. Why is that downtown project taking so long <laughs> in Washington since we're going to talk about projects? Because, obviously, you know, I'm not promoting it. If I were promoting it, it would have been done by now. I mean, they closed the street where my daughter's dance is. They're going to close it, but make it to where you can't park, you can't hardly drive down, and and then didn't do anything for six months. Just asking. And while I'm bitching, I'm just going to get my my one final jab in. I'm tired of driving over this bridge in Montgomery that everybody spent so damn much money on. It looks fantastic. It was a needed upgrade, and there's piles of horse shit. (laughs) On it every time I drive across. So you're saying it should be a horse shit free zone? Well, I think the whole town should be. It's not a big ass. If you take your dog for a walk and it shits, what do you do? You pick it up. No. Like a, you take it into people's yards who you don't like. Well, or at least act like you're picking it up right. in case they're looking out the window. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? I, I didn't what. know I was irritated tonight, <laughs> but I go, am. I need you to go, talk to Mullen and Wag to see if we're finding piles of horse crap at North Davies or Lagodi in the but, Listen to your logic. but I will say this. If you're in New York City and you take a what they call a handsome carriage ride. Sure. Rusty. Those those horses all have bags. Shit bags behind yes. them. Yes. So you shit it's in the bag. It's not hard. Right. They, it, it's invented. It's like what's his name? Davidson on the Taco Bell. It's in the name, and you don't have a breakfast taco. Like this technology is invented. I don't care if you hang a Walmart sack back there. I don't Rest care. in peace, Pete Davidson. Is he dead too now? <laughs> There's no shit in Northern <laughs> to me, he County. Is. He was living in a trailer park just, yeah, by just north of Mitchell. So, if you're, so right now, if you're 15 years old and taking a driver's ed at Bar that's your next, that's your next <laughs> journey. All right, back to the North Davies Lagodi semi-state runs of last year. Uh, I was lucky enough to be a part of one. Um, Dwayne needed a guy to call the games, and I in jumped Washington? up and did it. No, the North. Yeah, well, I did in the Washington. sectional Washington, then, and the ending uh, of that of that game up at the semi-state was just crazy. Which one? The North Davis game. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, see, you're right. Me. Yeah, I mean. The, the scramble for the ball, and then we were trying to decide whether they, they had possession, and then, then it was the three-pointer shot. Was it you know, just crazy, wasn't it? We just kind of choose to remember the ending of the 2022 season, <laughs> and we just kind of have blocked out. When the IHSA iced that poor kid. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, 2022 brings back more yeah. you know, fonder memories. Well, but, but it was they fun. played a hell of a game. It, it was a fun ride. Yeah. But it's very similar to Barry Volleyball where – you're competing in 3A. People forget that. You know what I mean? People forget that there's... In fairness, that was choice. Yep. No, but I'm just saying, but, yeah. I mean, you know, North Davies is still, hopefully next year, a 1A school, and Bar Reeve is a 1A school. And I, the, the early enrollment numbers suggest that we actually have fewer students than Bar Reeve at the high school level. I didn't realize Bar Reeve had grown so much, but... Or Davies' numbers are down. Yeah, last really? year, seniors, that was the last small class, as they say. So. Well, I just know when I was sitting Which at some function the and, and the chorus walked out, 
And I'm like, we're a 1A school. <laughs> like, the course is massive. You're going to complain about massive. that being one of the big stories, Mike. You think. guys are probably competing in 4A course at this point <laughs> without an auditorium. Well, kind of. And I, I think I said this on the podcast. I don't know if I said this on the podcast that didn't end up airing, but Thanks, that goddamn that, that Bari pep band is amazing. Yeah, they rock. When you go around to other schools and, and I mean, that, that band is, is something else. But um, I wasn't at – the, I just watched clips of the Lagodi in uh, Cathedral game, but another one that was crazy. Or was a Cathedral? No, it was uh, uh, Evansville Luther, or Luther, in, uh, Indianapolis, Luther, Indianapolis Lutheran. Yeah, what a coach. What, what was his name again? Coach Remus Woods. God, we loved him. We, he, great guy. He was on the podcast. Yeah, he was. We had met him for lunch one day. He's a great guy. Yeah. No, I didn't get invited to that lunch. He said to call him like anytime he. he, he he needs that. You know, I, I, sorry. You, you can't really count them out, regardless of what the AP poll says. He mentioned that poll. last spring, John. He's, their schedule is. He just, said their their schedule. You're not going to go 19 and three. And he, and he yeah. said at Indy Lutheran, these kids all play three sports, and guess what? They're coming out of in basket or in football state championship. Another football. state championship. Yeah. So yeah. you know, he didn't he didn't they're get many five, of these kids till Thanksgiving. Five and two, and that includes a four A, a three A. Eh. <coughs> they played Evansville Day School. You know what? Interesting. It is what it is. So we'll just I, so the Shenandoah Classic. So are you considering the big story uh, North Davies last year? No, you I, can. You're allowed to. I'm not. I I'm proud of what North Davies accomplished. Well, I know what I consider number I one. I just so. uh, I don't want to think about the ending in March. Uh, it was a hard week. It was Tough there was week. a lot going on. And a lot of it was very difficult personally to to, uh, to have to deal with. But uh, I think the Cougars, uh, oh, Brad just, they, they just they just did great for the community. And and I choose to think about 2022 and how it ended yeah. versus the ending in 2023. Well, I'll say this, and you you know you can blush all you want or tell me to be quiet. What you and Brent did as a as an athletic director coaching combo and setting up where you go and play in every arena that you're going to play in was genius. Thank and, you. And that, that's as good a, of, of a, a team effort outside the court that you're going to see anywhere. John, can we break this news yet that you are moving on to become the Detroit Pistons general manager? <laughs> <laughs> they saw what happened in 2022 and 2023. Uh, look at the way he set at that North up. Davies. I want that. He said – we need Mullen. Yeah. Well, I'm just uh, just an average guy from the west end of Washington, and I don't intend going anywhere. So, so Detroit's out. Detroit. Yeah. Is I mean, out. I'm just kind of a. We could we on the podcast we can say for sure. Yeah. Get the breaking news. Uh. Detroit's out. Davies County's my home. All right. There you go. Todd tried to break a story. Can we play that? Yes. Coldplay Kanye song. <laughs> you know, no Homecoming. Oh, they played it all the time. I got to get this Bluetooth. Okay. When, when LeBron came back to Cleveland. Homecoming. <laughs> You've lost everybody. Yeah. No, I've not lost anybody. You, you are the oldest white guys on the planet <laughs> listening right now. Okay, and when exactly did I deny that? I don't think you have. There you go. Gia. 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 What is Gia? Gia? And you say Shy City. Shy City. What's your Shy city? city? Coming home again. Do you think about me now and then? Yeah. Do you think about me now and then? Cause I'm 
Cause I'm coming home again Girl, when I was three years old, and what I love most, she had so much soul. She said, Excuse me, little homie, I know you don't know me, but my name is Wendy, and I like to blow trees. Hey, speaking of blowing just trees, for, just, for the first, oh, no. just for the record here, that is the very first time I've ever heard that. Song. I do, I, I'm not sure, I think I may have heard it. Have you seen watching Marty and, and Channel 10 like in that commercial for that spa? <laughs> it, that dark-headed girl, they do a spa. I know you know, what. They know show, what. like, doing the eyebrow thing and painting nails, all this stuff, whatever, a spa, all they do. Their slogan is, we don't just tease you, we blow you away. <laughs> I said, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. No, no, there is a liquor store in Terre Haute <laughs> that I believe is liquor where she likes it. No, it's called Liquor First. It's liquor on, First. And it's on right before the sports. <laughs> so the other night where we're in here after it. a basketball game, and in case you don't know, on Saturday nights at Red Bones, it's 11.15 and the stations get turned if Bar Eva's covered that day. And right. here we are watching this. Speaking of, we were featured on we were featured. Channel 10 Sports. We were, yeah. There you go. We'd act like complete fools to do, do that. But now give the one Mike thinks is the number one story. If I'm going to yeah. speak on behalf of North Davies, the opportunity to play and win at the Hatchet House, also known as the Kooks House, would be – Whoa, let that go! Would be Whoa. for North Davies, the number one media. Woo! Woo! Sorry. Holy wow. cow. <coughs> I'm – that just we'll I'm talk just to you next week. Good night, everybody. In the words of Roberto Duran, or Roberto Duran, no moss. I'm just paraphrasing what Coach Dalrymple and a it, few of the players may have said on camera after the championship. Okay, their words. Cook says, "Okay, wow." Did anybody see Bar? Did anybody see Barbieheimer? I saw Oppenheimer. I didn't see Barbie. I, yeah. I mean, she's a cute. To move uh, on from what's her name? John's hate mail. Um, what's her name? She was in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, I loved her in Wolf of Wall Street. Um, oh, dang it. You know who I mean. I know. Margot exactly. Robbie. Margot, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure that was a fun movie. I'm sure it was great. It's on it's Max just... now. I haven't watched it. But... Okay. There but, yeah, go. I mean, that took – but I haven't seen either. And I'm mad because Oppenheimer was shot in IMAX cameras, and that's the way they say you're supposed to see My it. There did one it. explosion in the whole it. movie. Michael Bay needed to do that movie. If Michael Bay would have done that movie, we'd have dropped 35 atomic bombs. <laughs> did you see it, well, Mike? Or did no? we not test it? Or? No, but trust me, there's oh. like one explosion. How many times did you see the movie, Todd? The one time I saw the one explosion, I, I moved on. <laughs> oh, well, congrats for not speaking. To All right, much. next thing on my list, they managed to screw up Yellowstone. Yeah, big time. Uh, what? I big, mean, big time. So is Costner out? Is he in? I, now I, we're on this I massive hiatus. Going, yeah. my, my now we did have the kill him. I, I did have the and, and I'm going to tell you the writers. I'm just going to. I'm just going to say it. And oh, I know there's Boston people. scored again. Boston scored. Okay, good. Good deal. I had a. I had a. Uh, my nephew, in the span of three days over Christmas break, went from doing the, like skater boy look, yeah, to looking like Rip. It's amazing. <laughs> Like, kids at Bar Eve, they just now walk into places and say, hey, I want to do the Wallen. And they're like, oh, you need a mullet, an ironic beer shirt from the 70s, uh, yeah. skinny jeans ah. on top, work boots on bottom, wear a baseball cap backwards. What does that look? The Mullen. 
or not the Mullen, the Wallen. <laughs> the Mullen. The Mullen is also the a backwards hat. Three up. He does not a, have the work boot. You need a green St. So, Louis Cardinal so, sweatshirt. Yes, Yellowstone. They've jumped the shark on everything. I'm yeah. tired of Kevin Costner's bull. Yeah, like what? I, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Yes, I agree. I'm, t- I'm tired of it. And I and I was watching an episode last night because there was just nothing nice on. Fight. We're flipping around, and. It was an earlier episode, and and it kind of featured the guys in the bunkhouse and the whole. Like they were, they've, you know, by the end they're going to county fairs and stuff. Right. Yeah, they were some hardcore. They released that bull in that bar and then waited on those guys to come out and just beat them with but who bats. Has, but clubs, huh? But who hasn't? Yeah, right. So anyway, all right. Uh, what else? New Hatchet Hollow. We talked about Purdue's collapse in in the NCAA tournament. Can I take that one personally? Yeah. I think it's me. I'm, I'm not allowed to have anything nice. I'm really not. My kids disappointed me. Like a new me. bridge that you shit all over. I mean, my kids all disappointed me, you know, and as well as I, you know. But, yeah. I did say in that column, though, Purdue has the opportunity. You're right. For a do-over. They may be the only true do-over out there. Casey Bartley from Rivals.com, Boiler Up Podcast, was on, on Fair Shake, and he, he made the same point you are, that especially with NIL money, Edie didn't need to go to the NBA necessarily. and Before he goes to Greece. And didn't, yeah, and didn't necessarily need that money to jump, and, and why would you leave when on that, you know, that finale? I don't, yeah. I mean, it was, and this year's team, I think, is better than last year's team. I believe they that. They get up and down the floor. And man. I think both of these teams were better than the Carson Edwards team and were better than the hey, Jaden Ivey teams. <laughs> Listen, and, and this was in a group message with Rhino and myself and Coach Thompson. I, I remember the IU fans going, we, we, we were making fun of Lawyer and Braden Smith because we got C.J. Gunn. Okay, all right. Yeah. After, after Lawyer and Smith went for 54 against Arizona yeah, I, and I, C.J. Gunn played – Four minutes against <clears throat> Kansas. I mean, we you don't same day. You don't usually get to get a collapse like that. And you know what? And I would, uh, as an IU fan, I would love a chance to collapse as a number yeah, one seed. That'd right. be fantastic. Number yeah, one seed, number one in the nation. And, oh, and off your national cross. player of the year. Oh, we we're the two seed. We got beat. We're the one seed. Yeah, who was it? I don't even know who it was. There. Just in case you're wondering, if you want to play six numbers, play 16, 15, 13. Because those are the last three years. 16, 15, and 13. Who was? I don't even remember who beat them. St. Francis? Or uh, St. Uh, oh, my. Because you know why it's hard to remember? PTSD. I was going to say, because was it, was it um, who was the, the St. It was St. I can't even think it now. I mean, St. Peter's. That was it, St. Peter's. And Fairleigh Dickerson. And who was the 13? North Texas. <laughs> Evansville Christian. Evansville Christian. <laughs> Who's who? Yeah. Elnora Bible. Tyler Schulteis takes over as the volley, Bari volleyball coach. Tyler did a nice job. Succeeding the legendary DeCourcy. That's the word I used. She's the legendary one. Um, yeah, I, think, I mean, did what he's supposed to do, right? He did great. Keep the seat warm. Hammer's coming back. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Hit the breaking <laughs> news Where's again. <laughs> you just took Mullen off the hot seat. <laughs> That's uh, not breaking news. No, they they, they are a <laughs> yeah. No, they're a good team. They are a good a good. And when I say team, I'm not talking about collection of girls, but they've got a good collection of of coaches too. Yeah. So. And I, I'm going to skip ahead here, but okay. 
realignment? When is it supposed to happen? I think they're voting on it at like the next meeting. It's time to get those so guys on on your show. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I, I think here's yeah, the thing with the IHSA. From all our I, I, I think, sources. I think pretty much things are, I'm not going to say cut and dried behind the scenes, but I think they're situated. But the one thing that I have seen is the I, IHSAA, they continually throw curveballs at, at unsuspecting people. What I was told is they're waiting on the numbers from the state, the final numbers from the state. So we'll see. I'll believe I'll believe every and I'm not calling anybody a liar. I'm but. just talking about it's Congress. That's <laughs> literally it's a it's a miniature United States Congress. I'll believe it when I see it. That's it. I'll believe North Davies is back in one A. I'll believe Barry Volleyball is in two A or one A. One A. Why would they be not, in one A? Because it hasn't happened yet. No, okay, but I'm but I'm just saying like, like, like should, you said about Purdue they, basketball, it's me. But it's they not should, anybody else, it's me. But they should go to one A, right? That's what Taylor Swift says. Is that what she says? I've got that on my. I list. thought she said, "Why you got to be so mean?" No, Taylor Swift. That's anti-hero. One of her hits from the. Side. I, I don't know about that. It's um, Lagodi, another new boys basketball coach. They've had a lot of coaches since I moved back and or really well, paid attention over the last few years. I can shout out a few friends here, Johnny and I, mutual friends with well everybody here, Dave Smith, Mike Wags. But listen, guys, Ryan Haywood's seven and zero. His sons. A double-figure score, like Southridge has done some good things with Coach Haywood at the helm. And you know what? They're a school that's had 23 coaches in the last 22 years or whatever. That oh, is that right? They had Roar. They had the guy who was at Jasper back in the early 2000s. They had um, it was, yeah, it was the like, guy who left yeah. real fast. It was LaGrange, LaGrange last year, superintendent but coach. There was a guy who was only Swafford there Swafford was there the year before. How did you never become a head coach? Before. I, he had a brain. <laughs> Honestly, here, here, here's the God's honest truth. I never wanted to be a boys varsity basketball head coach. Now, Jalen Mullen wants to be a boys varsity basketball head coach at some point. That's his goal. He wants to come back, teach, coach. Yeah. I never did. But I did want to be a high school principal, and I did accomplish that. And that was years ago, but it was something I wanted, and I also wanted to be an athletic director prior to that. And so I just kind of pushed myself into administration. Yeah. Love sports. Never really wanted to be yeah. a head boys basketball coach. The Detroit Pistons will allow you to be a head principal yeah. in Detroit <laughs> if you take the GM job. So hey, all this madness brought to you by Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Todd, stop knocking. You have stopped knocking. I, I, right there's another yeah. one. Um, so call Travis Brett. You don't have to worry about knocking on wood. A lot less pressure in eighth grade, right, Mike? A lot less pressure. I'm not going to say I completely thought through everything, but I've – Enjoyed the come the comeback. I'm not when sure I get about. a message. I didn't think this through. I'm going to miss another game. Yeah, no. I, I when I get seven messages from Brino and it's halftime, right. right. I can't get on the air. Yeah, and, yeah. What, you and know, it wasn't his. No, his it wasn't fault. anybody's fault. But it was just you know. But no, we, we've had some challenges. But otherwise, I've I've enjoyed being back. I really have. Uh, Gray's and Bridgeport closes may not be a story for many listening to this, but everybody who's been to Gray's and that was very sad. And Becky Gray just died last week. Um, so I saw that. And, I, sold- and this is not a joke. So Lancaster just. I didn't say words. No, you're get- <laughs> I, I know when you're about I to be. I didn't even I have know, a look I, on my face because I, I don't know who Gray's is. I know when you're going to be snide five seconds before I say oh anything. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you give it away. You have this body language. 
You just go from My body zero, does nothing No, you ever. go from zero to prick in 3.3. <laughs> well, there's the – say that again so we can record that. But – I, I thought of Joe Paterno when I read that. And remember, and I know he had the scandal and everything else. Or maybe Bear Bryant's a better example where something he that big. choked a guy, but okay. But something that big. No, that was Ohio State. Oh, you're right. Games. You're right. I'm sorry. But, yeah, you, you've, you're, your meaning in life is, is kind of behind you, and your yeah. time here is done. It's it sad. It, it, it was sad. I, but it was sad that the restaurant closed. Just, just tell me what kind of restaurant was it. Uh, Sort of, kind of like this. Um, right. Started out as a building, probably the dining and everything wasn't as big as that room. Maybe closer to, actually closer to this one, the back of, of Red Bones, than they did add on. Um, but, you know, a lot like this, burgers, steaks, Steak. got great great burgers, great steaks. Catfish dinner is probably the thing that brought people in the most. All right, um, right now, I will dinner. ask you about Gray's. Yeah. How many beers... Did you drink in Grays under the age of 21? Go. Over under 100, I'd take the over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, where is your all-time favorite watering hole? Red Bob sitting in it. Okay. Well, Gray's is is my number one, and it it always will be, but this would be – this has become – I. Listen, you never get a bad meal here at Red Bones, and I'm not doing that because this is where we're no, – it's really you, good. You, you see somebody to talk to yeah, every time. Every time, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to choose a Harry's Chocolate Shop in West Lafayette. You said watering hole, not Big Ten campus most famous bar, Todd. Now, who's the prick? <laughs> <laughs> there was a bar in Norfolk called Friar Tucks I really liked. Too, the so Corner Bar and Grill on the west side of Evansville. If you went to USI, you probably okay. know where it is. Now, I'll say that. Of the places that I've lived, Stockwell Tavern right down the street Stockwell. where I lived in Evansville and Tuba's Place in Batesville, Indiana. Tuba's was awesome. Thursday night tacos, incredible. Okay. Just thought I'd bring that up. Uh, I'm a good guy. What's this? Barry girls went back-to-back sectionals in golf? And Congrats. Yeah. Actually, what I thought was a bigger story than that was all three getting out. Uh, all three Davies County schools getting out of You're second. right, yeah. The no, Cougs, you're not. You're not right. The Cougs Winning first time ever. Sure first. It's, always Mike. A, it's always the best. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just defending my guy, Brian. No, it was. Congrats. Our no, guy, Coach Dow, we talked to him for a long yeah. while that day. It was his literally face. like he won a boys' basketball yeah. section. That's what I was going to say. He was say. that excited. He really was. And it was good to talk to him. I caught him out on the course to do a little, just a little snippet of on the sports report for the next day, and, and he was ear to ear. I mean, he was just. He put in a lot of time to get, just to find enough girls to, to, to fill out a well, team. And, he, of course, he's invested with his daughter, who, again, <laughs> has dealt with this ACL tear now, which just makes everything. You know, she's going to be fine. She's yep. going to be fine by August. You know, mentioning, <laughs> I don't know that anybody mentioned it. It's not a huge deal, but it was 20 years. Jeff Doyle was at North Davies the last time the Lady Cougars won a girls' tennis sectional, and Mia got to be a part of that this past spring, too. So, um, you know, those things come around once every 20 years. Yeah. So, Yeah, I can tell you, follow, you know, I, I sent the video of, of our girls on the fire truck and, and to some of my coworkers and said, this is why living in a small town can be really good. And, you, you guys know, went back to back. When you're, yeah, when you're driving around with tears in your eyes. This, this is a picture of the Decker Tavern on May 5th this year. <laughs> John, that's a man getting a haircut at the bar. I was looking at the background. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm sorry. I missed the four. He is, getting, he is getting a haircut at the bar. Wow. 
That's that's Mike's second favorite watering hole. It's a nice watering hole on a on a on a on a Jeep route. Just telling yeah, you I've, right I, I need to go there. See, I heard um, through the grapevine that Balangie and 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 DeCourcy made their trip down there. I I, I need to I, I need prefer, to make one of those trips sometime. I prefer the one with the pie. Oh, Hazelton, Hazelton. I like Decker better than Hazelton because they, they were mean to you recently. Well, the, everybody's mean to me. I have a, I have a punchable face, but no, they they smoke in Hazelton still. Do they? Yeah. Not not that's much, rough. But, but Decker, that's rough. I tell you, man, it, that used to that didn't even back in the day when I smoked when I was drinking. You know, obviously, but then after that, you know, I could get. It's tough now when when they smoke. It's tough. It's tough. It's Com- tough. Complete turnoff. You know what else is tough? Uh, Dom Mattingly's flair for the dramatic and those soccer. That was incredible. That, was that one goal that he made in the section was We, we kept having to look, you know, three goals is a hat trick. And in that first game, we kept having to look up what you called four goals and five goals and six goals. That's a, that's a pretty big night. Yeah. You know? um, and it's not a double hat trick, but there was a name for it. And then he had a couple in the next night, and then he had a game winner with uh, – or game tire with like nine seconds Yeah, nine left. seconds cool. left, yeah. Uh, um, and and speak, along those lines, by next podcast, I should have my new uh, Wrexham AFC hat to wear. So. Whoa. All right. Can we, can we talk guys. about the drip? You look great, Todd. Yes. I, I know I've... So I've, Todd is wearing his new Christmas gift Boston Bruins jersey with the captain. 19, uh, 1989-90. Yep. Season Ray Bork. It's got the Campbell Jersey. Conference champion, Stanley Cup championship. Which, uh, if you remember, they lost Edmonton. That was the first year without Gretzky. And then they, it was just like the '88. The eight, the most memorable thing in the '88 Cup. Freaking Greek to me. Oh, we just you guys had 34 minutes of the Van Ericksons. Van Halens. <laughs> the Van Halen wrestlers. Yeah. Uh. No, but in '88, which what people don't remember is oh get, shit. What do we do? Yeah, go ahead. Real fast. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is where things start to break down. There we go. And now, it's time for Todd's Hockey Minute. Um, I was talking about the 88 Stanley Cup, and the reason that is that was in the old Boston Garden against Edmonton. And whether you may or may not remember, it was, you know, in, in May, and it was 100 degrees in Boston, and it was so... Foggy. Uh, mm. Glenn Wesley had had the two Bruins goals played for the in the Bruins. Boston Garden. Nevertheless, um, nevertheless, and it, it the ice got so foggy you couldn't play the game. They had to move that the second half of that game to Edmonton and play play the game in Edmonton the next night. Oh, the next night! I was like, they drove to Edmonton that day. No, but uh, that, I mean that was just a crazy, crazy uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. And, and the truth is. Believe it or not, being a Bruins fan is a little bit like being a Bills fan. Uh, I mean, they've had a lot of success over the years, but they've lost a lot of Stanley Cup finals. They yeah. lost. So is 1990 the last one? They lo- No, they won in uh, 2011. Okay. They won a cup, and then they, they lost to Chicago. And then 2019, they lost to St. Louis. And, and they should have been there last year, but yeah, apparently that, they knew I was a Purdue fan. Yeah, that was to say, that went south fast. Uh, Lagoti Tennis, they, they, they've they been on an epic run. Um, JP Miller had a nice year in tennis. And uh, and the Lady Hatches, they did not get out of sectional. But, um, you know, they have a very good tennis team. Domin- they, yeah, they've been dominant over the last few years. The problem is Jasper's at the end of that rainbow. 
You saw Brady Bird wrestling. I mean, what? Last I mean, week. that kid uh, doing sports for for WMW. That's come on my radar. And what a wrestler this kid Next is! Next match against Sullivan is where he'll break the uh, the all time record. He's got it. The all time right Washington now. record. The all time Washington. Okay. Yeah. Hundred and twenty. That'd be twenty six. Hundred and twenty six. Yeah. Wow. Um, Indiana football coach Kurt Signetti. I already giggle when I say his name because he's not lacking. Me. He's not lacking in uh, in yeah. self confidence. Nope. Gretchen about to become the all time leading no, coach. Is going to be awarded. Right. She is the uh, leading coach. I believe right that'll now. be tomorrow night. Yep. Thursday night they're going to do that. Um, Deco is wishing for CM Punk. To come to your federation better than having CM Punk in your Boy, federation. Well, I tell you, the, the, the social media hits are just outrageous on this guy. It's, it's wild. What's a CM Punk? <laughs> to wrestler. <laughs> Todd, the thing is, you're trying to be condescending. No, I wasn't. I was asking good quality questions. And you two would agree on 99% uh, of your stuff politically. So I, Who, me and CM Punk? Well, Phil Brooks. CM Punk. CM Cult of personality. I, I, I don't know anything about that. Nothing, but that's fine. I love it that you guys have something you can just so, do a small right. and a big cup. So, so, so <laughs> CM, Punk, CM Punk in the last 12 years has not been the most, like, loved or famous wrestler, but he's maybe been the most important because he took a long hiatus. And He's and, kind of a mysterious guy. He is, he is straight edge. If you, if you do not know what somebody who is straight edge is, I encourage you to, to look just, it up. Yeah, look Google it. Up. it. No. You, Google you Google it. it. Like, Take I mean, your headphones off. Hey, I'm, having, I'm having an open heart surgery, and I will take no aspirin. That's straight edge. And, uh, that but he also, like had, he also has metal a, music and he stuff. He also has a tendency to just randomly punch people. Yeah. And, now, and when he was some gone... The, some of was, the D-bags that he punched probably had it coming. And when he was gone, he, re, he had some real... Uh, real? Todd. He had some uh, MMA fights. But during that time... UFC. You would hear CM Punk chant. Was that just a slip right there? Was that a Freudian slip? When you used the word real. <laughs> but well, he, he he fought in in UFC and and but you would still hear the chants in their arenas CM Punk because they wanted him back and there was always rumors and yeah, okay so. I'm not a big CM, CM Punk guy. I think again I think I think wanting I, him is yeah, better than having right. him. Me too. Mm. I, I agree. I just I think his. He's old. I mean, listen. He's an older guy. He's, he's my age. Like, yeah. I, I, he's not I root, a. I root he's not for a him. big guy. No, and, I, I, I root for for people like that. But it's not going to break me up one way or. Bari baseball is the new it program in the area. Agree. Tell me you, I'm wrong. Tell me you're not, not going to be there next year. I mean, John may think North Davies got a shot at I'll, it. I'll, I'll tell you a story. We got toilet papered the other night. We There's, did too. There seems to be some bandits out, and you know, <laughs> my, my my wife's whole thing is. Ha ha, whatever. It's almost kind of a sign of endearment. Sure. As long as you don't break any stuff, whatever. So she comes out, and I say, it's who did it? And she said, I can tell you who didn't do it. And I said, who's that? She goes, Seth Waggler or Jacob Powell? They didn't do it. <laughs> and essentially what she was saying is it looked like little elementary girls yeah. toilet paper at our house. Yeah, they were golfers. So, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, Barry Baseball is is like they've arrived and they're not going anywhere. Kid from Batesville that was my daughter's age when we were out there just signed to pitch with Notre Dame. I couldn't believe it. I, I'm not sure Seth Wagler's not pretty close to being that good. He's he 
Seth is a blend of all the things. Sawmill. Well, he he's a blend of all the things that you would want. He's incredibly intelligent. He's the hardest worker. Number he's one in his class, number right? One in a in very, a competitive, very competitive class. In a very competitive class, and and he is a a working machine. Can we keep him out of the sawmill during sectional week this year? That would be. Some some people are just wired a certain way, and that kid's wired to work. And work Listen, can mean a variety of things. Having but, recently binged the Waltons, I know the importance of getting. You know, when you've got an order, you got to get it done. Get it done. Yeah. I get it. That kid could just as easily be a doctor. Speaking of which, as opposed to a a, a sawmill owner, I've been watching the Americans, which is that. 2013 2018 series about the Russian spies. Yeah. And Richard Thomas is from uh, the Waltons. Is oh, really? That. He's the director of the FBI in that. Huh. Also in Ozark. Also, yep, in, also Ozark. in Ozark. Uh, last one we already talked about realignment. So there you go. There you go. That uh, you was, know, and then there's kind of shout outs to Bar Eve Cross Country was good the, this year. Um, Bar Eve Track has been good this year. Um, who else? Who else kind of fits into that? whole thing of individuals that have done pretty well. LNAP and, you know. Listen, but that's what we're supposed to have in communities like this. Yeah. Let's real quick run through some of the people we lost. I put this one at the top because I thought this might be very interesting and Todd Lancaster would man, have... Man retweeted me once. Yeah, he man did. Man retweeted me once. David Crosby of... Was it? I don't want to say it was birds. Birds, Crosby, Crosby Stills, Stills, and Nash, and then Stills and Nash, and Crosby, Crosby and Stills, Nash, and Young. Young. Yeah. But I was, I was on the edge of suicide one night. I was down. I was depressed. Was it 2016? I don't remember <laughs> when it was, but that was 15. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say this: that night, David Crosby retweeted me. Was it? I mean, if it was political, we probably shouldn't get into it. But was it? I don't remember was what it, it was. Oh, now. okay. No, it but wasn't political. It was, it was, and it was about around the time we're talking about right now. And yes. And all I can say is, I called DeCourcy so fast. So that fast. Night. I'm like, David Crosby is retweeting me. Really? Speaking of, okay, we had one little half-ass story. John Mullen was passing around his state championship ring, and. We said, you, we've seen it, JPM, my God. My God, <laughs> put it away. Albert <laughs> got like 15 of them over there right now. <laughs> no, if joke. it makes Mullen feel any better, Amber keeps hers in her desk drawer. We joke. I asked but to see it. No. you said, and I said, I've got a good story that goes with that. I've had one of those on that might have been worth $100,000. Oh, yes, that's right. We were going to do I some. I said we were going to say who that was. It was Charlie Weiss. Charlie really, Weiss's 2002 Super Bowl ring, and he was handed it around the dinner table, you know, like, hey, yeah, this and that. It's a lot of fun. Now, how were you at a dinner table with Charlie Watts? He was recruiting my nephew at Jasper. He'd flown ah. into Huntingburg, came over. We we got had him, him by the way. It worked right, and we, you know, we had him for over for dinner, and he, you know, he was but he was passing that thing around. Everybody's got their picture with this, and it is a massive. Matt, it's a it's a it's a split level. It's a split yeah. level that fits on your on your <laughs> finger. What happened to him? 
Went to Kansas. He went to Kansas, got a ton of money to get well, fired his there. and his son then... is now Lane Kiffin's OC at Mississippi, and I think Mississippi led, like, major D1 football in scoring yeah, this year. So, like, I, for real or not. Just, yeah, I think so. But now, is he, is he Saban? Well, there's two of those guys, but is he a, is he top ten? Is he Matt Painter? Where is yeah, um, absolutely? Where is uh, Ed Ogeron going to end up on a reality show? He's fantastic. He's Mercedes. Tina, eighty-three years old. A lot of people in their eighties here. A lot of the singers we talked about on a podcast one time. We're gonna the amount of people we're gonna start losing. Put that gun down, Ike. Put that gun down now. Listen to Ike. Listen to Ike's golden, golden voice. Dulcet tones. That's a bass line right there. You can't do that without Ike. Nope. You know what? And she damn well was going to have a sandwich D3. ready for him when he wanted it. Stop. <laughs> 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 Good. That was bad news back then. Damn, Todd. Well, we always wondered when we were going to get canceled. I think we've reached the show. Yeah. All right, I apologize to Ike Turner. Nah, 9.07. I apologize <laughs> to Ike Turner for in any way besmirching his good character. Ah, oh, there's the big one. 76-year-old Jimmy Buffett. This one hit me hard for a couple it of did. weeks. It did. In fact, and, and my wife told me, she said, look at Marshawn. That's a hockey player right there. Cleaning the blood off the nose, off the beak. Um, and she said, you're not going to like this. I got up at about 6 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah. My, uh, Memorial Day, right? I think it was Memorial Day. That sounds about right. And um, she said, Jimmy Buffett died. And I, went, oh, and I went and I fixed a drink immediately. And I lit tiki torches on the back deck. And I watched the sun. And I just called my Buffett people. My Buffett Mafia. All weekend. Finn Nation. Finn Nation. Finn's to the left. Finn's to the right. Who else we got on there? Well, this one. If I can find it. Robbie Robertson. This is... Listen, this is one of the all-time great songs, and I'll put that. I, I, I consider it hey, number one, number two. Turn that up. This is a great song. I just need some place where I can lay my head. Hey, mister, can you tell me where a man might find a bed? He just grinned and shook my hand, and no was all he said. Take a load off, Annie. Take a load for free. I'll take the high part. Take a load off Annie. Then the road not on me. You know there is there is a there is a quasi <laughs> religious a, a quasi religious nature to that song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where sounds you, a little Southern Baptist to me, right up my alley. Well, I mean, you look at. I mean, you look at LeVon Helm. I mean, the man was from Arkansas. He was the only American in the band. You know, the rest were all from Canada. Canada, right, yeah. But uh, that, that's a big one, too. But you know Who else we got? Uh, Jeff Beck. Oh, loved him. And he was 78, so they're all right around 80. Uh, if you ever get a chance to see Jeff Beck uh, live at Ronnie Scott's, 
with a very young 18-year-old Tal Winkenfeld playing bass with him. Um, you know, I mean, he was he still had it at the very end. But, but the, the, we didn't know what to do with our rock stars in the 50s and 60s. We didn't think they'd ever get to be 78. You know, even Elvis, as, as the senior statesman, was 44 when he died. Right, yeah. <coughs> I mean, it's just it's a different kind of thing. You know, we didn't know what to, we didn't know they'd be they'd be out there. Um, because we've ended as lovers. Let's see. Uh, Beck was eighty. Gordon Lightfoot, oh, eighty four. Yeah. There we go. Love Gordon Lightfoot. Eighty four. Um, this guy that is, I, and Todd can tell me. I th- eh, maybe he wasn't a one hit wonder. No. He's a one hit wonder for me. Well, okay, but I, I mean, no, that's fine for the Edmund next Fitzgerald, guy. but but um, I mean, if you, he is considered when he died, both Dylan, Buffett, you know, Paul McCartney all said he was their favorite songwriter. Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Well, I wasn't talking about him. Here's who I was talking about being Gary is Wright. A, is he a one-hit wonder? Gary Wright. Yeah, Dreamweaver. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the next one listed is Love is Alive. So, um, and then the last couple singers left. This is right up Deco's alley here. Where are we at? Is it Nickelback? Close. <laughs> I love Shrek the movie. I the sharpest tool in the shed. so that is the great Steve Harwell and, and at 56. Little, I'll give you a little, little one on that. Do you remember the 99 uh, All-Star game in Fenway? Ted Williams. Ted Williams, the great moment, you know, where they bring him out in, in the... Uh, in his wheelchair. In the golf, it was a golf cart. Thank you. He's talking to Tony Gwynn and everybody else. They, I mean, it's like the Last Supper, the way he's sitting there. But they had, um, uh, what was the name of the band that did all? Smash, 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 Smash Mouth. Playing in the bullpen that night. Just a little okay. something you may not know. A little something, something. And then the last singer I've got on my list, and there may have been others, but uh, this is the last... Singer See, John doesn't have much to add to this because he had a successful high school basketball career. <laughs> In his... There we go. It was all uh, Christmas songs coming up. We don't want that. Come on. Come on, iTunes. The Come world on, that's awaits. dead air. That's dead air. Oh, yeah. By the way, Josh Thompson... The loveliness of Paris just sent us an Elvis Seems text so in, in, in the last two minutes. How weird is that? that for some ESP? Is he listening? I don't know. On the interweb? But maybe we need to stop talking so much trash about him off the air. Maybe he senses it. Tony yes. Bennett died. At Tony Bennett was 96. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the last singer, but uh, Sinead O'Connor. Um, and, uh, what's his name? Shane McGlowan from uh, uh, the, the Pogues. Pogues. Yeah. Um, Norman Lear, All in the Family, Maud Sanford and Son, Good Times. That's Sunday night at my house. Yep. 
throughout my childhood, it was, what was it? All in the Family, and then... Jefferson's. Now, Jefferson one later. Was it All in the Family, then One Day at a Time, and then Alice, and then the Jeffersons, I think, and then Trapper John. I believe that was the Trapper order. John. <laughs> It was so those four were in there mixed around. And who it? played Trapper John on Trapper John? Uh, it starts with a G. I'm just going to tell you Parnell yeah. Jones. Parnell, Parnell Jones. Yeah, yeah, and he was of course a member of the uh, the Bonanza Sun, who just mysteriously was no longer a Bonanza Sun. Oh really? Haas and Little, don't you remember? Was he and Haas and Little Joe? No, Adam. He was Adam on Bonanza. Really? Oh yes, he was full fledged Cartwright. I didn't know that. Uh, Lance Reddick that we've already talked about. Um, I did not know that he died. Matthew Perry of Friends, of course. Drugs, believe it or not. Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, if you hurts. go back, I'm telling you, go back and watch some of those Pee Wee Herman. I kind of missed. Shit was I funny. mean, that, that, that's, that may be more you guys than me. You know. uh, I didn't know Richard Mall from Night Court. Bull. Bull? Bull yeah. had died. How about that? I didn't. And he was 80. Okay. Um, Raquel Welch. God love her. What are you hiding, fuzzy britches? She's my first girlfriend. She'll shake me. She's my first girlfriend. Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley. Burt Young from Rocky. He was 83. And uh, I saw something on the interweb that he was like a Marine during World War II. Or Korea, maybe it was. Oh, really? um, Yeah, like a bad bad mother. I can see that. He, he, He was... Exactly, my uncle Rich. I mean, literally, everybody has exactly. an uncle Rich like that. Yeah. A few more. Dick Butkus was eighty. Bob Barker stopped just short of a dollar at ninety-nine. <laughs> <coughs> the Iron Sheik at eighty-one. We Sheiky talked about baby. him earlier. Um, I've made Lancaster humble all night. <laughs> Sheiky baby. Bray Wyatt at 36, son of Mike Rotunda, grandson of Blackjack Mulligan, nephew of Barry and Kendall Wyndham. And then the man that did... That's a whole family that could bite me in the ass. and I wouldn't The man that did one of my favorite promos of all time on independent wrestling. Let me turn Sinead down because we got to pay attention to this. Give me the microphone. How about rumbling with you? Your mother's a whore. Shut up, you old bag of wind. Why don't you? Your mother's a whore. Hello, you egg-sucking dog. <laughs> yeah, Terry Funk. The Funkinator. Uh, Terry Funk at 79. From? From? Evansville? Bloomfield? Indiana. Okay. Terry Funk was from Indiana? Terry Funk is from Indiana. Today years old. Look it up. Today years old. His dad, when they were in high school, bought a ranch in Texas, yeah. and they moved. He and Dor- Dory Sr. bought a... Where at? I think, I think Dory was from Hammond, Indiana. Really? Yeah. Is... Okay, let's, and just, they let's from, just say it real fast. The four of us are here. Is Hammond really Indiana? <laughs> you raised Is he point. Chicago really Indiana? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is Gary really there Indiana? We don't care, Todd. We I don't just, care, Todd. I'm just bringing that up. <laughs> I'm just bringing it up. If you think that, if you think that life in Gary is is uh, filled with Hoosier sweetness, well, Terry Hoosier Funk, hospitality. God rest Terry Funk. He he. A lot of things that came after him was because of him. And the last one I had Jerry Springer. If you care about that, former mayor of Cincinnati, right? Yep. Mayor right. Real quick, uh, Mike DeCourcy um, put in a request that he wanted to talk about.
He wanted to talk about Jeopardy host Ken Jennings. So I, I give you the floor, my man. He was not my pick to take over, and he is not, and will never be, nor does he exude a tenth of the charm of our long-lost friend, Alex Trebek. You are walking on a thin line, Ken Jennings, of being an unfunny, dirty pervert every episode. Your mom's a whore. Your episode episodes this week on Celebrity Jeopardy have been uninteresting, Who are the uninspiring, unentertaining, and quite frankly, unintelligent. Who are the celebrities? Ken, I'm going to give you a chance okay. to pull the nose up, but right now you are a 60.000%. You are the deist of D-minuses right now. You are on the clock. You like him better than Blossom? Yes, yes, 100%. Blossom took too long to say you were right or wrong, and she giggled too much after a funny answer or to a funny question or question and answer. It, she was not right. And I liked her at the beginning, and she went south fast. I still – here's my problem. You should not host Celebrity Jeopardy if you are the Jeopardy host. It's too, it's too hokey. Who should it's too – anybody. Okay, take your pick. He should not be doing it because you've got to have Clark. a. You've got to. First of all, the panelists are talking and making jokes, and then he gets in. I agree with you on Celebrity Jeopardy. I like him on Jeopardy. I think he does a good job. That makes one of us. Okay. Now, what was told to you today on about Jeopardy? That it's on, for not smart people. It's, it's for not smart people. It's for people who don't win trivia contests. Right, and I, and I included Mike and I. Okay, okay. If, John, if you want to jump in on this as yourself, Rhino. I love Jeopardy. I watch it every night. Well, then I guess it's the three of us. Basically, I'm smarter than Jeopardy. Mike's smarter than Jeopardy. And basically, we just sit there. And, John, if you want to be smarter than Jeopardy, you can too. Um, We just watch it with other people so we can go, of course it was Dante's Inferno. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just like that. Now, I do get elitists sometimes, even though, you know, you have those shows where you don't even know what they might as well be talking Greek, but... What is the Magna Carta? Like, can you ask something too simple, and you know, and I... Anybody could get that one. I mean, right. come on. It's it's only for me to sit there and humiliate whoever I'm watching it with. Mike DeCourcy has had to be on the end of this text. I'm just going to say it out loud so everybody knows my feelings. If you get announced at the beginning, Hello, I'm Johnny Gilla, la, 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 this is Jeopardy, and then they start saying your name. If you wave... If you do some weird thing like our gang and put your fists in the air, if you make any movement at all, I'm rooting against you. What you do when you are on Jeopardy is when they announce your name, you stare blankly and awkwardly into the camera. You do not make a movement. You don't do the Johnny Carson? No. And you, if you get an answer right, you pick your category. You, we don't need oh, giggles. And, and, yeah. Well, last, we don't need commentary. Last night it was... There was Katie Nolan and some other chick on there. The Inquisition for five hundred. And and well, it it uh, it's a commentary be- best saved for off the air. How about that? Whoa! Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, now I'm gonna go on another thirty second rant. I'm angry. I didn't realize I was angry until I got here. Yeah, Mike brings that we out. Don't talk about Rhino. I told you all. That there was too many distractions in Kansas City. And everybody said, oh, no, these two kids are in love. I said that. (laughs) 
It's <laughs> not just Taylor Swift. These two wacky kids. By the way, now all the ta- what what's is she <coughs> called Swifties. the monsters? Swifties. What Swifties? Oh. Yeah, monsters is uh, the girl from uh, Stars Born, um, Lady Gaga. That's the monster. Or as as <laughs> the Will said in the campaign. And what are the juggalos? Lady Gaga? Oh wait, they're with the insane clown posse. <laughs> the ICP man. They were who were also WWE superstars. Well, I think Max yeah. Max. Crosby is is a member of. I don't think they were in the WWE. They were in WCW. The Juggalos? Yeah. Oh, ICP was in WWE. They were? Yeah, I'm remember. You know I'm, they were I'm, in I'm, Shoals. Oh, wow. You know they were in Shoals. Of course they were. Well, I, I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm not guessing. kidding you. They, Why were they in Shoals? Because they have this thing every year. That, what do they call it? A the gathering, gathering. Of something of all Lots the... Lots of grape figures. all the insane clown posse people. And they had it in Martin County. A Jugavention? Uh, what's it called? The Gathering. The Gathering. Oh, and so the Insane Clown Posse was in Martin County. That's where they had it, on the Martin County Bloom Co- uh, Bloomington line. Look it up. I'm, oh, no, I'm no I, I won't. I've, I've heard of the Gathering. Cause oh, yeah. I they had fuel there one time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Shimmer, Todd. Um, But listen, and it's not just Taylor Swift. When you are doing a commercial in every commercial break for a... NFL game, and it's either your tight end, your quarterback, and your coach. I don't care if they filmed them all in the same damn day, which they did not. It is a distraction. And now you got your quarterback throwing baby fits. You've got your tight end throwing his helmet when it was a fake punt. Calm the F down. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. And Andy Reid's probably on borrowed time. But everybody's making a spectacle because everybody has to stand out now because we're in the tabloids. So... We already did, Todd, talking about The only th- other thing I've got is I flipped around last night. My brother said, you've got to turn to ESPN News. There is professional pillow fighting now, guys. Yep. I did not know about this. It's a real ring. It's a real referee, and it's two men in there hitting each other with pillows. I saw what you sent me. I'm disturbed. <laughs> I don't know what else to I literally thought this was a Saturday Night Live skit while I'm watching it. <laughs> I... I always thought two dudes pillow fighting was a little hot. Well, you thought it was hot. I thought it was a little awkward. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you with your word. I didn't know where you were going. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. And then, but you know, as guys do, my brother's like, I don't know. Like the white guy doesn't seem like he's as quick as the you know. It just like, we start handicapping it. <laughs> but a big move. The, the one guy did a flip coming out of the corner, which was awesome. But the move is when you swing and miss, and then you backhand him with your pillow. Oh, like, whoa, I oh, said, I'm good. No, bang. Now, like, what I said then, though, it would be a lot more interesting if it was like a code red. <laughs> and these things are filmed with bars of soap and coins. Then, whatever. All right. Uh, does anybody else have anything else? I feel like we've... Five more seconds of... Uh, Listen to Fair Shake on all the Shake broadcasting stations. It's on W or I'm sorry, WRZR Razor Radio Sports at 805. It's on Memories at 905 and the General at 1005. You can stream it on the websites at uh, at WAMWAMFM.com or RZR945.com every Saturday morning. Okay, just to answer the uh, the uh, insane clown posse. Yes. It was 2019. They were right on the Lawrence County Martin County line. What year? 19. Okay. And uh, they, like I said, so they were all over shoals. They were How the all heck over. did I not hear uh, about this? Crazy, man. 
It's just crazy. Yeah, it's um, it's a scene, man. <laughs> it's a the scene. Ghetto Boys, Tech Nun, Mushroom Head, Token, uh, Juggalo Championship Wrestling, um, and then it looks like uh, I don't know any of these people. Gilbert Godfrey was there. I'm Bonnie J and I'm back like a vertebrae, and I come with a hat full of trucks, trunk full of fango. They're big on on grape fago. It's a big thing in the Juggalos. I think they they like the methamphetamines as well. So just a guess. You know, that would be my guess. Yeah. So hey, he found the answer. They were Lawrence County line. Right between that Lawrence. Um, and you missed Martin. You go ahead to go to the bathroom. You missed Hocus Pocus. First time the Juggalos have made an appearance on B3. I'm going to guess it's going to be the last. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else? No, I got nothing. One of the great episodes, I think, Todd. Todd usually waits till the mics go off. He says, that was either our best or our worst. I'm not sure which. I, you know, what are you going to do? I think there's a little something for everybody. Top five. Gordon Lightfoot and the Insane Clown Posse in the same. And they, they seem to raise the same spirit. If you could read my R.I.P. Daniel Patrick, Henry Mullen. Yes. Yep. A good, good man. This episode brought to you by Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. You know where they're at? Right there on JFK Avenue in Lagodi. Contact them through the Facebook page. Give them a call because there's no reason that you should ever knock on wood. And we do all of our episodes here at Red Bones Bar and Grill in Montgomery. And believe it or not, these are written, produced, and directed by Todd Lancaster, Mike DeCourcy, and Brian Emmons. And thank you to our special guest tonight, John Patrick Mullen. FOP. FOP? Yeah, you know me. Tommy Lincells, still guilty. Boom!